Welcome to the Simply Calm Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Traster, and this is our space for intentional living, simple self-care, and the mindfulness practices for a calmer, more connected you. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Simply Calm Podcast. We are going to be chatting about self-care is in the hard things. I'm so excited to tackle this subject. I think it is so important for right now, for the spaces that we are showing up in, for the messages that we are receiving, for what has turned into quite the buzzword. I think it's important for us to have a real conversation about what self-care really means, or at least my view of it. But first, we are going to dive in to this week's Loving Lately. So each week, I chat about something that I have been loving as of late. And the past week or two, for me, it has definitely been the book, Nine, The Gospel for Peacemakers, a 40-day devotional for supportive, easygoing mediators by Tyler Zack. I love the Enneagram. Yes, the memes on Instagram are so funny and can give us a good chuckle, but I have been studying the Enneagram for two or three years now and have gotten really deep into the actual work. It is a powerful personal growth tool that I just love. And what I enjoy most about this book, first, it is specific to my type. I am an Enneagram type nine. He also has a book for type three and is in the process of writing a book for each type, which I think is fantastic. Um, So this speaks to me. So of course I'm going to enjoy that, but I love how it is broken down over 40 days. The chapters are short and sweet each day. There is a theme that he talks about and then gives you three reflection points. And then you can kind of carry that with you throughout the day. And these are powerful topics that kind of get under the surface of who we are, how we think, And the ways in which we move through the world and through ourselves that we might not quite see fully. So it's pretty powerful. I will say that a lot of the language in this book does not resonate with me 100%, but I enjoy being in that in-between space. I enjoy reading spiritual texts in particular that don't fully resonate with me language-wise, but finding the deeper true meaning of what it is that that person is talking about and translating it, if you will, into words and ideas and thoughts that do resonate with me. So keep that in mind, but I do think that this is beneficial for anyone regardless of your uh, religious or spiritual beliefs. I think we can all have something to learn from each other. (music) 
All right, guys, let's dive into this week's topic. Self-care is in the hard things. So I want to start this week by telling you a bit of a story. I have had my wellness business for about nine years now, and several years ago, if we take it way back, maybe six or seven years ago, I was really trying to figure out what I do. I had this overall vision, this overall sense of how I was showing up as a yoga teacher, how I was showing up as a health coach, how I was showing up for my students and my clients, how I wanted to show up in those spaces as my business continued to grow. And I was having a hard time narrowing down and verbalizing the essence of what I was doing, the essence of what I was essentially creating. And I realized that I loved cultivating space for emotional transformation. I loved to create a yoga class that had ambiance to it, that allowed students to walk in feeling one way and to leave feeling another. I wanted my health coaching practices not to be focused on how to lose X amount of pounds and get rid of the belly bloat. Not that there is anything wrong with those things or having those goals, but I knew for myself, all of that, everything that I was teaching, all of the tools and the modalities that I was finding within my own practice, and then in turn sharing with others, it all had to do with how you feel. How can we change how we feel? As I started to narrow down this essence of my work, the phrase that came up for me was self-care. Now, this was a while ago, and it's hard to remember like how much in the social media world and in the health and wellness world, how much has changed over the last like six to seven or eight years. So this was before self-care was a buzzword. I would say that, and people didn't know what I was talking about. Can you imagine this? Let's imagine a time before everyone was a yoga teacher and everyone was a health coach and everyone was sharing their daily green smoothie on Instagram. Can we remember that time? (laughs) We're going back. And that is when I realized this phrase, self-care, and I loved it. Oh, I loved it so much. It seemed to be succinct and sum up what it was that I was trying to do. I was trying to teach women how to intentionally create space to shift how they felt. And then something happened. Self-care became everywhere. It became in every post, in every article, in everything. It became a buzzword. It became something other than the definition of that phrase. It went from being intentional work. I'm using the word work intentionally here. It went from intentional work to just take a bath and you will never have another problem. 
just go meditate, all of your worries, they will simply disappear. Now, I love detox baths. I love meditation, quite obviously. I teach it all the time. These things can be restorative, they can be healing, and they can be deeply powerful. What became missing from self-care and from the message of self-care was the intention behind what you do, the intention behind the detox bath, the intention behind a meditation practice, the intention that is down so deep you might not even see it. And here's why this is so important. Because true self-care is in the hard things. True self-care is work. It is intentional growth. It involves areas of discomfort. This is where nuance comes in. This is where someone else's journey someone else's path, someone else's needs may be and look completely different than your own. This is where we have to take a step back to stop looking at what other people are doing and thinking, if I only do what this person is doing, then I will have this. To doing the deep inner work of what your needs are, What is the care your inner self needs? How can we nurture that? So maybe for you right now, ignoring the pile of dishes and taking a bath while your baby is taking a nap is the uncomfortable work that you need to do because your soul and your body needs rest and you're not giving yourself that. Or maybe you have been giving yourself that because you know that's what you need and you still need it. So you're still going to continue to show up in that way. Or maybe ignoring the dirty dishes in the sink and taking a bath. Maybe you doing that is you spacing out from the responsibilities that you know you have. It's you choosing to ignore the things that you know you really have to do and you're using, I'm just going to go take a bath (laughs) as an excuse for doing the work. You have to decide. You can see so clearly here with this example how much nuance is in true self-care, how it is about the inner work. It is about the inner dialogue with yourself for what your needs are and the decision that you are going to show up and you are going to take action to make sure that those needs are being met. I talk a lot about morning routines, meditation, detox baths, essential oils, and You can still experience growth without those things. It isn't about the thing. It's about the work. Are you going to show up for you to do what's needed? This is not about the hustle. Maybe your self-care right now is telling everybody else no 
and being in a season of rest, that can be a really bold space to be in. And that is still work. It might not look like work to anyone else, but if you know deep down that that's what you truly need, then that is the work. Maybe you just need to make that appointment that you're putting off. You know, the one that would take less than five minutes, but you just cannot get yourself to make. Maybe it's having that awful conversation that you don't want to have, but the not having of the conversation is actually draining more energy from you than just simply having it. These things aren't easy. They require the inner work of self-reflection and intentional action. Intentional action. I cannot stress that word enough. And when you're committed to your growth from that space, self-care can become anything because it's no longer about the thing. It's about who you are, how you feel, and who you become when you decide to take all that discomfort, say yes to you, and do the work anyways. I still love saying self-care. I just think that it needs more conversation around what exactly that phrase means. What does self-care mean to you? What's that one thing for you that might not look like self-care, that might feel hard, that perhaps you're even avoiding? And I would say you're for sure avoiding it. That one thing that would feel so good to be done. In fact, let's tap into that. If you are able, I want you to put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly. As long as you're not driving, stop what you're doing and take a minute to pause. When I asked, what's that one thing for you? What popped into your mind? I want you to notice when you're thinking about that thing, how you feel, how your heart is beating, how the energy is moving through your body. I want you to continue to breathe into that space. And then I want you to imagine what it would feel like if that thing was done, it was the day after, it was five minutes after, that thing is now done. How does that feel? That is your self-care goal. That is the feeling that I want you to take into the intentional action that you are going to take towards that goal. I want that to literally be the only self-care item on your to-do list for the next week. So when your brain starts telling you, I should probably work out right now. That would make me feel better. Or I should take a bath. I think I'd feel better if I did that. Maybe I should watch this Netflix show. I definitely think I will feel better after that. Maybe you do need to do all of those things. I am for sure not telling you 
not to. And when those thoughts pop into your mind, I want you to do this thing first. If you'd like to share your self-care item, or if you are simply wanting someone to cheer you on after it is done, you can always send me a DM on Instagram. I would be happy to chat. Thank you so much for joining along this week. Make sure to subscribe. And if you're loving the Simply Calm podcast, I would love if you left a review. You can find me on Instagram at Erica Traster, teaching and sharing all things intentional self-care. The goodness and light in me sees and honors all the good that is within you. Much love and we'll chat again next week. Thank you.